So, Reagan, have you ever been able to be friends with people you dated? Yeah, I think some of my closest friends are people I've dated. Really? Yeah, I mean, I think about, I'm still friends with my ex-husband. Oh, that guy, huh? <laughs> have you guys, yeah, that guy. How have you guys managed to stay friends after, well, an intense ending? Yeah, I think that, you know, it just takes a little bit of time to feel into what you want your new relationship to be in it. For us, we had mutual respect for one another. So that helps. Yeah, that's much healthier than my approach to my exes. Uh, and what's that, David? Well, you know, trying to still have sex with them. Hello, and welcome to So We Dated, the podcast where we interview people that we dated and talk about how we met, the dates, and where it all went wrong. I'm David Gonzalez, and I'm joined by my lovely young co-host, Dame Reagan. Hi, David. Reagan, how are you? I'm fantastic. Reagan, happy belated birthday. Thanks. It's only one day late. I know. Yeah. I did wish you birthday yesterday as well. So people, I think I did the trifecta where I texted you, happy birthday. Yes. I posted on social media, happy Which birthday. Is, <laughs> it doesn't count unless you post on social media. And then I saw you yesterday. To say happy birthday. And I was actually part of a group singing you happy birthday. That was one of the highlights of my day, actually, is having all the strangers in our workout class having to <laughs> sing happy birthday to me because the instructor really likes me. Yeah, I've they, never felt more loved. Yeah. These are these are very uh, docile, obedient people. Mm -hmm. Not only are we going to do as many push-ups until she tells us, <laughs> we're going to sing happy birthday to whoever she damn well tells us to sing to. The best part was that... When you get to the part, happy birthday, dear, and then you say the name. Yeah. It was like, dear, uh, yeah. Ray Reagan, yeah. happy birthday to you. It and was great, though. There was a couple there, and it was their first time, and I'm thinking, I thought two things. First, that this is my first class, and I'm there. And I'm like, but, but what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I just came to get ripped. And now I'm singing happy birthday to this woman who's turning 36. Yeah, you know? 36. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Mm -hmm. yeah. I also thought I felt really bad. I was like, oh, I really hope it's no one else's birthday in this class today. <laughs> well, what's funny is that yeah. we've never sung happy birthday to anyone else in the class, which, yeah. you know, helped me feel special. But also I was... I don't know, I felt bad for all the losers out there that yeah. <laughs> aren't the teacher's pet like I am. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously, you had a very exciting birthday. You went to work, and you went to a workout class, the, the highlight of any birthday. But I, did, you, did you do something else? I So, uh, <laughs> my boyfriend brought me dinner, one of my favorite places to eat, The Vine. Mm -hmm. They have the best French fries in town and the best lentil soup in town. And then we went to the Garden Glow at the Botanical Garden, and yeah. it was – the temperature felt like 16 degrees. It was very, very cold. Right. Yeah. Beautiful, though. I'm, it's one of the best things to do, I think, for dates. I always wonder. So my birthday uh, is in November. I love the November birthday. It's around Thanksgiving. It's before Christmas. Just, you know, my one of my favorite sweater weather. I can show off my excellent sweaters <laughs> that I own. Um, but I think like a January birthday, I'm like, oh, that would kind of stink. You know, everyone's still kind of hung over from the holidays, but obviously you've had a January birthday for, you know, 28 years now. Yeah. So 29, you, David. 29. I'm sorry. I, mm -hmm. I forgot. Are you, uh, do you like having a January birthday? 
You know, I have no choice, so I embrace it, <laughs> and I force all the people around me to also embrace it. Yeah. I'm like, you just had Thanksgiving, you just had Christmas, you just had New Year's. Too bad. We're going to the Garden Glow at 16 degrees, and yeah. we're all going to love it. I would think from a from a practical standpoint, dating you is just, holy crap, I've got three straight months of what the heck am I going to get this lady? Because it's Christmas, <laughs> your birthday. And Valentine's Day. I'm pretty easy to shop for. One of my friends just got me a rose quartz yoni wand, <laughs> if anyone is familiar. And it has been on my list for years. And when I opened it, I got so excited. Yeah. So I'm a pretty easy gal to shop for. I have no idea what that is. It's a rose quartz dildo. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> What about the quartz makes it particular? You know what? I don't know if I want to get into this. Maybe we, maybe that's. I don't think we need to. I think if you know, you know. Okay. Okay. I do think maybe we have a future segment brewing here of reviews. <laughs> French fries and dildos. Like we French can... fries, lentil soup, and dildos. Maybe yeah. we should rename the podcast. Yeah. Like every woman who lives in South St. Louis who's between the ages of 35 and 40, like, I get this woman. <laughs> I think they probably already know about all yeah, these they're, things. Yeah, they're there with their cat smitten look, you know. I, <laughs> I, so I'm pretty excited today to have our guest on. Um, I think that um, – I don't know if you say this uh, when you break up with someone. Like, hey, you know, it's just not working romantically. I'd like to be friends. I feel like that is said – as in a way like, hey, let's do lunch sometime. Like, yeah, I'm putting it out there. It's the right thing to say, but I don't mean any of this garbage. I think that it's hard to have that transition because inevitably, well, I would say a large percentage of the time, one person is feeling it more than the other. So when you say, hey, let's just be friends, there's an ego bubble burst. Yeah. And I think it's hard to transition to friends unless you just never really had that romantic connection in the first place. I think relationships – even when they continue romantically, they evolve. And sometimes romantic relationships can evolve into friendship. And that's not necessarily a failing of anybody, but an embrace of the evolution. A hundred percent. I mean, I, I think it takes some evolved people to be able to navigate that because so many people are stuck in wanting relationships to be one way mm -hmm. and not wanting to evolve and not letting the relationship itself evolve. So I agree. I think that <clears> – <throat> You have to be open-minded with that. Yeah. Well, anyway, I look forward to having a more in-depth conversation about being friends with people who want to touch your naughty bits uh, <laughs> previously. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how they no longer want to touch your naughty bits. No, it's that's nasty now. That's the theme of the show. Yeah. yeah they touched a... <laughs> them. Now they don't want to. All right. Well, I don't know how we can transition from that. To welcoming our guests, but we're going to do that. So uh, let's welcome our guests for today. Uh, hello, Chantal. Hi, guys. Hey, how are you? Hi. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. So you came in, and on the car ride over, Reagan and I were lamenting about this long week, but you were you came in, you know, high as a kite. Not like literally. I don't want to, like, you know. <laughs> no. Let's, it's, let's... it's recreational here, here in Illinois. It's fine. You're very happy because you, you've you've had a – this has been a great week. So your, your, your year start off has started off really well. It's been amazing, quite frankly. Yeah. What yeah. has made it amazing? I'm like, and how do I get that life? Um, um, the break was really refreshing. I had a week oh. off of work um, and I needed that week off. Yeah. And it really kind of – it was great to see family and 
do all the Christmas Eve holiday gift giving stuff. And then so I came back to work really refreshed with a lot of fun projects. Um, I have a new person in my life, so I've seen them a few times. It's been nice. Oh, so I think we'll, we'll save have it to... for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll have to get into that a little bit. But I want to thank you for being on the show. I know that there are a lot of exes whose podcasts you could have done. So I, I'm glad that that you're doing this one. What made you decide to do this? I'm always amazed when people who no longer want to date me will still want to talk about it. Well, um. Actually, I did this because, well, I thought it'd be fun, but also I felt bad about the whole New Year's Eve oh, get-together thingy, yeah. and I felt like I owed you. Oh, that's fine. That's Can fine. we talk about that? Well, it's nothing major. I, I think the short, you know, I was, uh, I found out a couple of weeks before New Year's Eve that I was going to be free, and I'm like, ah, uh, you know. This New Year's Eve or yeah, a different one? This oh. New Year's Eve, and, you know, with everything going on with COVID and uh, Omicron, I'm like, uh, maybe just staying home, and I remember just running the idea by uh Chantel and uh she's like yeah I'm down and so that kind of like spurred me to get other people uh invited and then she's like now nah, there's a dude who's really hot which I'm <laughs> like I totally get it I totally get it like it know. was gonna be the only night he and I could ever we can never spend the night together that's fine it was the that's only fine. night but so. no I appreciate you doing this so I think that that speaks to the friendship you now have you'd yeah. be like I gotta go get some d yeah it wasn't well yeah uh, anyway yeah Let's be anyway. Um, so I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me. One of the things that I appreciate about you is you are not from St. Louis. Nope. No. No, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, yeah only been here about two years. Yeah, but you've lived in uh, Nebraska as well. Is that correct? Lincoln, Nebraska, yeah. for a year and a half, and I also lived in Houston, Texas, for two years. Yeah. So I've been around a bit. What yeah. is the dating scene here compared to those places? Um. You know, I don't even know if I can compare them because I was in such a different emotional state in, in all those times. And in Lincoln, I was with, I had moved to Lincoln for my ex. We were together for three years. Um, six months after we started dating, he moved there. Um, and I followed him. Um, and we were together the whole time. And then I realized there was nothing for me in Lincoln, Nebraska and got the job here. Um, and broke up with him shortly after. So, yeah. um I don't know. I didn't do online dating. Well, I met my ex online in Indianapolis and like, he was like the first person I dated after I joined like, okay, Cupid. And that's lucky. Right. <laughs> so lucky. Right. And like, and, you like, can avoid all that. Right. And after the second date, we both shut our accounts down and that was it. What? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of romantic, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. It was like, yeah, at the time it was great. And yeah. it was, he was great for the three years we had together. Wow. Well, that's a positive attitude. Yeah, there's, oh my gosh. I mean, we don't talk. I don't ever want to talk to him again. But like, yeah. learned so much and grew a bunch. And yeah. And you're no in regrets. a different place here and now while you're dating. Def yeah, definitely, yeah. Definite, definitely a different mental state, emotional state. I think I'm much healthier. I think I'm much pickier. Um, yeah. Choosier. I get Choosier. it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. You're wiser. I, hopefully. Yes. Yes, you're like you're you're a fine wine. You're getting better, better like looking, that. better tasting. I am definitely getting better looking. I yeah, think. I am yeah. too. I'm, I'm getting yeah. hotter and hotter all the time. Yes. Me too. It's just not me. I, I'm going to say you are because the gray hair and your beard's looking really well, nice. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, distinguished. Yeah. So you mentioned you you've done OK Cupid. We always mm -hmm. love having a conversation of what dating apps we've yeah. done. Yeah. What what are what are your favorites and which ones do you not like? Um, I did not like OK Cupid. Mm. Um, although that's where I met one of my partners um we met on there um what didn't you like about it just a million questions and yeah. 
that's annoying. And and when you find out like your percentages, but you don't, you haven't answered the question, so you don't know how they answer. This is is this too much? I felt like it was like so much labor involved. Mm. Um, which is why I think I liked Hinge, which is where we met. Mm-hmm. Hinge was fun, just a couple questions, and but there's no there's no option to put on there. Like, kind of what kind of relationships you're into, whether you're into poly or whatever. Um, Agreed. That's <clears> one <throat> of my, the downfalls of Hinge, because yeah. I'm like, I'm poly, and not to completely interrupt, but there's no place to put it, so when when do you bring that stuff up? Like, right. Right. hi, exactly. how's your day? <laughs> hi, by the way, I'm poly. <laughs> right. Um, it doesn't say it on my profile, but I need to get that out. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I also was on her, because oh. um, I'm bisexual, and um, I was looking for... Uh, anybody but cisgendered men as well, um, which <laughs> like, is what her is for. Um, but I hated that site. That was awful. Um, why? Cause you can, cause people from like 300 miles away are going to like you and unless you pay, you know, you basically are going to get liked by a bunch of people that are far away and there's no point. I'm like, what's the point of this? And, and, um, I got flaked out on several times by people on there. Um, Wait, flaked or, out like after you engaged with them, and mm-hmm. then they just like, ghosted? "Hey, let's meet up, coffee." Yeah, cool, great. See you Saturday, eleven a.m. Blah blah blah. No showing, and then like you know, seven days later. Oh, sorry, I <laughs> uh, uh, got sick. And I'm like, cool, don't care. Just like say something. Like <laughs> yeah. just tell me the day. I mean, just whatever. Communicate it's, it's, that. Thank it's you. not that deep, really. Yeah. We, we have only been talking online. It's not that deep. You can go ahead and like tell me. You know what? Actually. I'm not cool with this or I can't make it or I overbooked myself or actually I'm not emotionally ready. Whatever. It's not that deep. Literally anything. Anything. The dog died. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we're checking her off the list. No, thank you. (laughs) I've heard uh, that dating women from, from bisexual women and lesbian friends that I have that finding women online in St. Louis is remarkably hard. Do you think that that is a byproduct of St. Louis or is that just not a place where people who identify as bisexual or lesbian like to meet. You know, I, I don't know if it's a St. Louis thing or not. I, all I know is, is that several women flaked out on me. Several conversations didn't go anywhere. Um, I felt like in Indianapolis when I lived there, it was much easier. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Actually. So I don't know. I don't know what it is about St. Louis, but Mm. I asked a a colleague, a a lesbian colleague at work, the resident lesbian, as I call her. Um, (laughs) And I was like, what's the deal? Where can I find me a girl? And yeah. she's like, uh, not online. She's like, you're going to have to go to, you know, you have to meet people in person. I was like, what? Well, she's like, yeah, it just doesn't work online here. And I was like, okay. Were the- you on her in Indianapolis or no. you were just on other ones? In Indi- okay. In Indianapolis, I was only on OkCupid and I met women actually in person. All <laughs> the women I met in Indianapolis were always in person because I had a really, really great community. Um, it's part of the queer community and there were tons of women and and um you met him the old-fashioned way i did yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. you're like screw this online crap right online online crap has only been about three years since well four years since since i met my ex that was kind of my first foray into online dating yeah Yeah. i get what you said going back to your comment about okay cupid uh i am not on dating apps now as i say every show now just not a brag but just to I'm waiting me neither anymore. Me neither. I'm waiting until yeah. you come back and you'd be like, so I added Tinder again. <laughs> I'm, I'm never coming back. <laughs> yeah, man. I've seen some stuff, man. I've been through I've been through too much. I'm not Damn doing it. another tour of duty. Um 
but it, it is intimidating to answer those questions. And, and I always wonder, you know, when you, a person, when they're going online, like what is the vibe you try to put out there in, in terms of like your profile? Is it just like, uh, I want people to know I'm artsy or this or that and pictures and all that. And like, Ooh, this is, this is too much. <laughs> well, I always, the first most important thing to me is to put out that I'm like super duper left wing mm. um, because my, my, my ex was like kind of center of the road and I thought we'd be okay. And that, that wasn't okay. Yeah. Um. So it's really important that I have somebody totally in line with politics. So I want them to know I'm super lefty. Um. I want them to know I'm bisexual. Um. And that I. Mm, I'd like to think I'm fun, quirky, intelligent. Yeah. Um. How do gosh. people when you say like I'm bisexual like you're talking to a woman and you say you're bisexual or you're talking to a man and you say you're bisexual how does that how does that hit for them you know are they like cool great or do, do some people become like threatened by it or mm. you know it's interesting that I have had several lesbians be rather kind of threat I'm threat I don't know if threatens the right word but right. I've met several lesbians that will not date bisexual women because they'll mm. think they'll think that I'll, I had a lesbian woman um, once who I sort of dated for a little bit and with them, it kind of fizzled out. Um, but she asked me later on, she's like, so when you're, when you were with, you know, your ex Sarah, she's like, did you also want a boyfriend at the same time? And I was like, no, cause I was monogamous at the time. And I was really happy with her just because I'm bi doesn't mean I always want an open relationship. Right. Right. Exactly. So right. it has nothing to do with like, I feel like the lesbians that I've interacted with that haven't appreciated or enjoyed the fact that I'm bisexual think that it's means I want to cheat or I want to have my cake and eat it too or whatever. And that's not it. It's not my yeah. bisexuality that would make me also want a man. Right. It's, it would be my maybe desire for an open relationship or whatever. Yeah. But, You're like, those <clears> are two different things to talk about. Completely different things. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah. I was so, just curious. Yeah. So thankfully, there weren't a lot of women who were being responsive to you on dating apps. So that thankfully. means, well, that means that means that she's like, all right, I guess I'll take a chance with this guy. Oh, yeah. so we, this guy doesn't look half bad. Yeah, I mean, at least he doesn't flake out on me. <laughs> right. Um, so obviously, uh, I, I don't know. I don't. I could never remember if I like someone or they liked me or or whatever. But ob obviously, there was some sort of okay, this guy uh, on Hinge. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think it, it was about my profile that uh, drew your attention? This is where we build up David's confidence. Awesome. Well, I your picture that you had on Hinge, it's like that. I think it's your profile picture on, on Facebook as well. I thought was really cool and interesting, and I thought you were really good looking. Oh, thank you. And um, you... You sound like Reagan's mom now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's you, kidding, mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> you messaged me, um, and you... I had done the, um, you know... What two truths and a lie, mm. and you asked me. I had my lie was I had been to Burning Man, and you <laughs> you asked me about that, and um, ended up being yeah, ended up being a fun little conversation. And you wrote well, and it was a fun question, and and yeah, I thought you were cute. I saw that you like to travel, so I figured yeah. you were you have some interesting stories to tell and whatnot. Um, so we 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 started communicating, and I think one of the things that was beneficial that is always and Reagan I think you've run into this too sometimes you talk to someone and you end up talking to them for like a month and you never end up going mm -hmm. out I, I don't think we ran into that I no think, we know. didn't we we met up relatively quickly you mm -hmm. brought that up quickly and I was I appreciated that a lot mm -hmm. um because I I'm tired of 
one month long conversations that, you know. Um, so yeah, we met up and we had, our first date was sushi. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, Sushi Station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yep. it was right near uh, where both of us were, were, I could say we're employed. We could always cut that out, but you know. Yeah. Just in case you don't want people to know that we have jobs. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and I was late. I was a little bit late. Um, and I felt bad about that. That feels on brand for you. It, it is. No, actually it is. I, I am late a lot to a lot of things. It's terrible. Anyway, so we went to sushi and I, I, how many dates did we go on? We did sushi station. Then we went to your house. Yeah. Oh. And then we... I, wait, I think there dinner. might have been something between there. I no, don't, no. Like, there wasn't. Uh-uh. What? The second date was your house. David's I said like, go to my, come to my house? Yeah, like... would you like to my house and you cooked for me? You cooked salmon and you cooked okay. asparagus and okay. rice. Um, the only healthy meal he's had in all of the year. And it was very yummy. I um, do remember this because I was trying to be very considerate, Reagan, where <laughs> I, you told me about some of your, your um, food sensitivities. Yeah. And I remember picking out several types of rice to try to figure out which one you could eat. And right. I, I think I just gave you two and I'm like, which one of these is appropriate? Right. Yes. <laughs> that's, yes, that's what you did. Um, yeah. so that was our... That was our second date. I can't um, believe I invited you over for date number. We went from like a sushi lunch I to can. like. What, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I don't know, but you can probably figure out what it means. Okay. Wait, date two, maybe, my house. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm missing something. Okay. That was date three. Ah. I'm sorry. Date ah. two was lunch in our general work vicinity as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, that was a really good chat and. I remember, I remember wearing my high heels. I was like, I hope he noticed I'm wearing cute high heels. <laughs> oh, I probably didn't. I was uh, probably too probably. busy looking at your attractive face and body. And like, oh. you know, who has time to get to feet? <laughs> feet are part of the body. I suppose. <laughs> um, so, yes, just for the record, the, the, the inviting you over to my place was not until the third not day. Not until the third day. Only the third day. Yeah. And then we had, and then I, and then you, um, the, then your place and then I was gone for a while. Had to yeah. go home. And then you came to my place. You were super sick that night. I found out later. And I wish you'd told me so you could have stayed oh. home and gotten better. I and wasn't th- super sick. I was just not 100%. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Some might call that sick. <laughs> and then we had tacos. And then I was going to have you over. And that's when you texted me to end things. Oh, David. Is that, is that- <laughs> unpack this. How did that go down? I was... It was well. So uh, you were. I was going to invite you over for dinner, uh-huh. and um, and um, were you said good? No, I was just going to say, were you feeling it? Were you like, yeah, I really like this person? Well, yeah, I was definitely feeling out on the third day at your house. Like we smoochied, and that was lovely. Yeah. Um, and I was looking forward to more smoochies. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I remember being upset the night I had you over. You were sick, and you said you didn't want to get too close. And I was like, oh bummer. I really wanted to make out. Yeah, you're like, that's the um, only reason why I invited him over. So <laughs> <make out." laughs> um, and when we went for tacos, so I had to ask you for a kiss that night. Mm. And it was just a little, just a regular little peck thing. And then we, when we went for tacos and we were saying goodbye, like we didn't kiss at all. And I was like, something's off. But I was, but I trusted you to be a grown up and tell me when you were ready to tell mm-hmm. me what was going on. But yeah, I totally, totally dug David. Absolutely. Yeah. But then you sent a text and... And you're like, hey, I'm just not feeling it. How'd that go? Oh, it was, it was, do you want me? Okay. All right. Um, I invited you over and you said you were cool with it. And then I think I texted to follow about something and you wrote back and said, and you apologized and you said, 
I don't remember how exactly you said it, but it, it obviously left a good impression because we're still friends. Yeah. Um, that you weren't exactly sure what you wanted, so you didn't want to lead me on, but you definitely wanted to be friends, and you were really sorry. Um, and I was like, cool. That's cool. I, I, I was I was bummed. Bummed. No smoochies anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no more smoochies. But I was like, he wants to be friends. That's awesome. Great. But did cool. you feel like, because I feel like a lot of people say like, oh, I want to be friends. And I'm like, yeah. I've got enough fucking friends. I'm new to St. I'm, since I'm oh, new to St. Yeah. Louis. You're like, I, uh, great. I, 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 was like, I was like, I'll take anybody I can get. No, I'm so, just kidding. That's not entirely true. So we obviously know your attitude when someone says that to you, Reagan. You're just like, listen. <laughs> no, I literally am like, I don't need any more friends. You're cool, but not at the friend level. Like, yeah. I almost yeah. have higher expectations for friends than dating sometimes. I'm like, hmm. huh. I could see that. Hmm. I um you know it, it is interesting so much of the, the 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 much of the show so far has been just kind of people falling away drifting away is that yeah. how you would say it Reagan Yeah this was a definitive conversation though But I do think that there was still some uncertainty of the role you would have in my life and I think that that is sometimes as we were talking earlier Reagan you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I don't know what role they're supposed to fill in my life. And I think maybe we've had this conversation pretty candidly of there gets to a point sometimes where you like somebody and you're like, but I know that I can say as I sit here presently, I don't know what a relationship looks like to me. And I care about this person and I would want them in my life in some capacity. So if I go down a romantic path or end up, you know, having sex with them, then perhaps we can't be friends. And so I think it's kind of unfair to say to somebody, hey, you're really cool. And why don't you just kind of hang out here while I go through my own stuff internally? Because I feel like that in the end makes things much worse. Yeah, definitely. Um, The fact that you were just very clear and honest about things and we hadn't gone super far um, so I, there wasn't like kind of that kind of attachment for me. Mm. Um, although I think I still could have been friends with you, even if we had done some things. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> more than smoochies. Um, yes. <laughs> more than smoochies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, it's when somebody communicates very clearly what's going on. Um, and also tied in with the fact that you had been a little bit sort of distant. Kind of, we our texting kind of had slowed down. Yeah. Like you didn't kiss me at the taco place, which I'm surprised I remember this so well. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm very impressed with all the details <laughs> that you guys both know. Um, so I knew something was up. So when you texted, I wasn't in like entirely surprised. Sure. But, um, yeah, I respect when people communicate well. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to you know, get into your business. But I know that you also had like some family stuff going on mm-hmm. too. And yeah. You, and it was like, ah, uh, I never really, not to make an excuse, but I think that is always a layer, not you, but uh, Reagan, I don't know if you've ever run into this. I, I remember one person I was dating, we'd gone on a couple of dates, maybe she'll be on the show. And um, we were making plans for another date. And she's like, oh, I can't really see you right now. I just found out my grandfather died. And it's just like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, take the time. And you don't want to text in like, three days and just be like, so you over that granddad yet? Like, <laughs> you want right. to grab some tacos? Like, yeah. I never know. And, and and I think that was a situation where we just drifted apart. And it's, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's appropriate to just let them reach out to me. But yep. at the same time, maybe they need my 
the support mm-hmm. of a guy they've been on three dates with. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need the support of... If I need support, I have no problem asking for it. But I yeah. wouldn't ask it from someone who I had just... As wonderful as I thought you were, and as wonderful as I know you are, um, I wouldn't have wanted support from you. I would have wanted it from somebody mm-hmm. who was much closer to me. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I reached out. At the time, my mom was sick, and I reached out to the people I needed to. And Yeah. I have to say, listening to this, I'm very impressed with how mature this was handled because, (laughs) again, like I have said before, I will just continue to date someone until someone has a blow up. And then I'm like, well, this thing's over. You just ride that thing in the ground. 44 (laughs) trips around the sun really has given me a lot of insights how to handle these things. So kudos to you guys for dealing with it very well. One of the things that... Uh, I think is really interesting, which I wanted to get to on the show, is that I think we are legitimate friends. Absolutely. And we, you know, we were talking about the idea of, oh, you know, I think it's best if we're friends. And uh, once a year on Facebook, I, you know, give you a cake emoji. And that's the extent (laughs) of our friendship. But it's like we're friends. But Mm -hmm. you and I. Uh, we went out for, uh, you took me out to lunch mm-hmm. for, uh, my birthday, which mm-hmm. was so kind, uh, Thanksgiving evening. We were just both in town, came over, drank some wine, you know, Cooked just little mini quiches. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let, let, this is the quickest <laughs> side story. I want to know what you think of this. I thought so, you wanted to eat. So homegirl shows up. Okay. It's Thanksgiving evening. All uh-huh. right. She shows up and she's got a mini box of quiches and she's like, can I put these in your oven? <laughs> Sure. I figured you hadn't eaten and you'd eat them too. I'm like, I've never had someone show up and like, hey, I got some quiches. Could I get in that oven for a sec? Well, it's, that's just, it's, it's a, it, what it is, that's, this is going to be, this is going to be a slow start because the next thing I want to ask you is that bathtub you've got. I want to take a bath in the bathtub. So I figure oh, I'd start with the oven. Are we transitioning back to maybe you guys no, are dating? No, he can stay downstairs. You're like, no, I don't yeah. want him in the bath with me. Yeah. No, I mean, no, you don't know. You don't have to sit in the bath with me. I mean, that wouldn't. That would be weird. Whatever. Really? Uh, wait, wait. Are we talking about you guys taking a bath together? Now? No, like, I mean, it wouldn't have to be a sexual thing. No, nah, I don't think. But I if don't, you're not comfortable with it, that's fine. I don't <laughs> think I would take a bath with someone unless it was a sexual thing. Oh, okay. But I All think right. I think that's an okay rule that I. That's I feel, to- that's a great. I feel, that's I will. I respect that boundary. I. I Really think this should go on your dating profile. <laughs> we'll bathe with you in a platonic way. In a platonic way. <laughs> Wait, that would be a very mixed message for a guy to receive. Right? He's just like so. <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> like, should I give her a smooch? Should no, I? I gotta, not I gotta get to know them. Like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is this has gone off the rails. A, we're gonna. <laughs> Put a picture of David's bathtub up so everyone can see. It's, what not, we're it's, talking it's not about. a great bathtub. I don't even think I cleaned it. Okay, well you could clean it. It's yeah, big. It's bigger that's, than mine. And okay. Yeah. It's an I, easy problem to solve. Reagan, you've been over my house. I don't know if you've seen my bath. I don't think you've ever been to my I bedroom. I was just thinking. I don't think I've seen this bathtub. I, I keep it's company. Big. It even has jets. It is a jet. I don't tub. care about the jets though. I don't care about yeah. jets. I don't like jets. Yeah. I had a tub with jets for like eight years. Used it once. Yeah. yeah. That, I'm in the same boat. I know. I actually now now that you say something now I'm thinking maybe I could have like guests over. <laughs> <laughs> My friends, I'm like, listen, you go take a bath. I'm going to put these mini quiches in the <laughs> oven and keep an eye on them. And, you know, I'll see you in 20. That's, you need some that'll, that'll be my friendship. Right? Yeah. Mood music um, with your bath. I tried to share those quiches with you. I thought you want. I thought you'd be hungry. It was dinner time that we hung out. Yeah, but it was Thanksgiving evening. Like you eat all day during Thanksgiving. You don't want to eat at night. You still but we were alone to... on Thanksgiving. But you were alone on Thanksgiving. I thought I was alone. Yeah, I didn't eat with yeah, anybody. Yeah. 
why oh. I brought the quiches. That's why I brought the quiches. Well, exactly. you know what? It's it's very kind. I'm yeah. I'm 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 busting your chops. So that's a very kind <laughs> thing. But I want to get back to um, the fact that we are legitimate friends. Are, mm-hmm. are you able to? Uh, we talked about the guy you dated for three years that mm-hmm. you know you don't talk to anymore. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, are you legitimately friends with people you've dated, or is it, hey, I, I need to I need a clean break? For up until Tom, up until my ex Tom, I was usually a clean break person. Hmm. Um, and then Tom didn't want to be friends at all. He does the whole clean break, like never talk to you ever again thing, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, and I was okay with that. Although now, I mean, if you wanted to chat on occasion, I wouldn't mind, but I don't, whatever. Um, but I think since growing from that relationship now, um, I want to be friends with people I've dated, um, for the most part, unless they're, they do something egregiously horrible or whatever. Right. Um, I want to be friends with people I dated because I liked them for a reason and I would think I'd still even if it didn't work out, I'd like to be friends with them. It hasn't worked out with too many people here in St. Louis, unfortunately, but... We're right there with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a mindset, I hope I don't go on a huge lecture here, about friendships and romantic relationships and how we see them as, like, this hierarchy, like, that if that it's something you you can... Mm, glad you can do lots of editing. Um, like one's better than the other. Yes, and that one's more important than the other. Yeah, and in some ways, I kind of course quasi consider myself a relationship anarchist that I don't necessarily see romantic relationships as better or above. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so when, like, for instance, when David said, "Sorry, I can't do this anymore," I was bummed a little bit. Um. And I still thought he was really hot and was upset about not smooching for a while. <laughs> um, but I, but the other part of me was like, great, I get to be his friend. That's awesome. Um, and that sounds cheesy and corny. Does <laughs> I get to be friends? <laughs> Gee whiz. I'm a good um, friend. <laughs> right. Yeah, you are. But like, I let the... people use my oven. <laughs> <laughs> but all the things that I liked about David um, when we were dating are all the things I like in a friendship, too. Mm. Right. So, and even if... Even if I still had feelings while we were being friends, A, that's my job to sort out. And if I couldn't sort it out, then I would say, I'd, I'd like to be friends, but I need some time away and then hopefully come to it. But also when somebody says no, like I don't, that's a boundary. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's not like a mean boundary or anything like that, but it's just like, this is a boundary and it's, you can either be healthy and accept it or you can be toxic and not accept it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's how it is. So once I know I can't do something, like- I know I can't climb Everest. I don't have the money, nor do I have the physicality for it. So I don't like pine after it. Right. So once I know I can't like date somebody anymore. So or, you, you know, you can pretty easily make the emotional mental shift mm-hmm, because I don't, I'm not entitled to them. Yeah. You know, I'm not entitled to their romantic interest in me. Yes. And I know that. And that yeah. really helps me process that. I mean, it might take a little bit of time, but it doesn't take a huge amount of time for me anymore. First of all, I think it is really healthy and, um, we, we talked to somebody, uh, a couple weeks, a couple months ago at this point about poly relationships. And I think, I think there, this is aligns with that in the fact that we need to rethink some of our relationships, what, you know, friendship and that stuff. And 
oh, here's the friends and here's the relationship and what does that all mean? And, you know, oftentimes a relationship has intimacy and, but a friendship could have an intimacy too in a different way. Yeah, um, absolutely. So that's very, that's great. Uh, I remember uh, after we stopped seeing each other romantically, we went to Sasha's and had some drinks. Mm-hmm. There and- it is. <laughs> We're going to get them to sponsor the show. We need to, right? <laughs> For how much money David has spent at Sasha's. Yeah, I know. He bought my drink. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was interesting because you were saying, and I'm I'm, I'm going to bust your chops a little yep. bit more because we are friends. <laughs> you were like, oh, you say you're kind of bummed, but then you were like concurrently dating one of these guys who you're seriously involved with. And yep. I'm like, oh, well, how bummed could you have been? Like you had, <laughs> you had this whole other thing going on. And uh, that is an interesting thing. I don't know how you balance that. Reagan and I date very differently. She, I, if I could say, is a relationship person. She's in a relationship and she'll stay with it until it's... Toxic, almost toxic, and <laughs> needs to die. Yep. Uh, and I, I will date several people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, yeah, that's a whole other show. You and I seem like you know we will date multiple people at the same time. How do you balance that? Like, how do you have that discussion? Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. I know I'm asking a lot of questions here. But so if we did continue to date, like, would you have to choose? I mean, that's a conversation, right? I thought about that when I was when I was dating you. When I was with, <laughs> so so the the person I was dating with you, I'm still together with we are mm-hmm. he's my boy i call him my boyfriend boyfriend one and then i have boyfriend a as well yeah so um, i was third on the death chart yeah. <laughs> um and actually boyfriend one and i had not gotten physical yet so mm-hmm. for me it hadn't like crossed a certain kind of threshold or a level yet i guess um and you hadn't there was no request there was no talk of anything about exclusivity or anything like that so i felt like i was a free agent and i could do what i liked mm-hmm. however if if at any point boyfriend one and I had gotten physical or whatever, or you got more, you and I got more serious, I was going to bring it up then. However, ne- well, I don't, I'm not on any dating sites anymore right now, but when I was, when I found boyfriend a, I stated <laughs> very clearly in my profile that, that I'm polyamorous and I had another mm-hmm. partner as well. So, yeah. So, you know, when you think about how to, if you were going to give advice to somebody who has gone on a couple of dates with someone, how do they be friends with them? I mean, what do you recommend? Therapy. No, <laughs> no, I, that's I, a general rule for the show. That's a general rule. Yes. Yeah. Um, with my hippie head doctor. <laughs> we'll show you pictures from her vacation. Yeah. And that'll be $150. Yeah. <laughs> right. I recommend that they seriously take a look at how they view relationships. Um, that when somebody and and examine that when someone says no or I can't date you or whatever the reason is for breaking up that it's not it's not the worst thing on earth a eh? and that friendship is not a lesser option I don't believe in the friend zone the friend zone is like this bad place you're banished to and it's like this you know it's a participation trophy and yeah. nobody wants it no it's I don't agree with that you get to be you still get to have a relationship with another right. human being it's different and there's a different kind of intimacy and the, yeah that's the advice I have is re-examine how you look at relationships if you need time to get over it get over it um take that time say say that very clearly you know I need a little bit of time but I would love to be friends with you know give me a little bit of time let's totally go for coffee after whatever you know what I mean? But re-examine how you look at relationships. Seriously. That's, that, I know that's like so much bigger. It's not like, it's not like step one, do this. And step two, do this. It's very, I know that's much more philosophical. 
Um, but I think re-examining how we look at relationships um, is helpful. Seriously. I think we can have an entire podcast just on that topic alone, yeah. because mm. I think that we can really unpack what society says about, you know, like we were saying, romantic relationships versus friendships. And yep. I love how you said that the friend zone isn't a banished place mm. for <laughs> – sometimes it is. Sometimes they're like, you know, let's totally be friends. But other times it's just as valuable. Totally. As, I mean, I consider my friends – some of the most intimate relationships that I have. They know parts about me that probably no one should know. But <laughs> yeah, I, I just like the way you put that. So it makes sense to me. What yeah. about you, David? You know, I, uh, first of all, you know, as we, as we come to the close here, I want to say thank you for, for, for dating me. I always think about what, what's, I mean, thank that you is for a funny, dating maybe me. that's funny. <laughs> thank you for agreeing to, to go Thanks on a date with me. Thanks for agreeing to go on a date with me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, one of the things I always try to do with everyone I dated uh, more than going more than one date with is what did I take away from it? And um, I think you are one of the few people who I've dated who I have managed to have a, a, a legitimate friends with. Now, the, the other people coming into the show, I mean, I'm friendly with them, but I don't I don't think I see them very often. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that I was I'm able to do that because you are very good at communicating and talking openly. And I think that that when you meet someone like that and you're able to practice that yourself, uh, it, it's very beneficial. And and I think about, um, you know, the, 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 the friend zone or being friends with someone, it's like, oh, I think you do need to have that level of openness and communication else you wouldn't have been able to date anyway. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just very interesting. So I, I, I think that more people could be friends with the people they dated if there was an openness and if there was an honesty and if there was just a, an acceptance of the evolution of the relationship. Yeah, and communication about that. The fact that you communicated with me very clearly and that was – communication's hot. Seriously, yeah. it can it can, it can go far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm glad we're friends, although now I'm starting to think that you are maintaining our friendship just to eventually use my, my tub, which, you know what? Not mad at. <laughs> David's fine with it, so long as you bring quiches over. I will. No, because I'm going to have to cook them. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, it sounds like you're in some great relationships. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're very, I'm, I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Yeah. And you. Uh, we'll just sit over here being in, well, you, you, you have a boyfriend, so, you know. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Regan, any closing thoughts, questions about friends? No, I just, I think it's a good topic because I think that as a society, we need to flip the script on what it means to date and the evolution of relationships. So I, I like that we sort of touched on that a little bit. Yeah, I could talk about that forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's important. I mean, communication is key, as my boyfriend likes to yell at me. He's like, communicate! Yeah. So to oh. your point, it's great. <laughs> I just don't do it well, apparently. Uh -huh. Well, thank you for being on the show. My pleasure. We're very happy to have you. And uh, that brings another episode of So We Dated to a Close, recorded at the Mind's Eye Radio Studio in Belleville, Illinois. Music provided by Superfund Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship. And we will see you next time. We can do it, baby. Oh, oh, you disagree.
disagree 100%. Okay. Uh, I apologize. I, I'm very sorry. Uh, I, uh, okay. Okay. I understand. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. 